0: hello everyone welcome to horizon weekly insider number 161 today is monday november 21st and thank you all for joining us please be aware that this call is being recorded and will also be available for you to check out later on the horizon podcast as well as youtube please remember to send your questions for the team on mentee i've uh, pinned the link in the spaces so be sure to check that out and send us your questions Let's go ahead and kick off the
1: update.
0: Uh, Today, we'll like to welcome Victor for product updates first. Welcome, Victor.
1: Thank you, Erika. Hi, everyone. Um, I just posted uh, the uh, slide for the update uh, as usual um, about uh, our uh, ongoing audit uh, for the uh, EVM sidechain and uh, SDK account in general. Everything seems going smoothly. Uh, no relevant findings to date. Uh, the audit is not over, but uh, we uh, have this good news to share with you. Um, another uh, point uh, that we want to, uh, that we think it's worth uh, mentioning, is that we are going ahead with uh, the design of our section to session protocol. Uh, that was finally submitting to uh, the original father of uh, of it, that is Dimitro Kali- uh, Kaidalov the university professor of Ukraine that is uh, working with us. And uh, we remember again that uh, this new design doesn't require any change uh, to the existing circuit. This means that uh, a sidechain that doesn't have it yet uh, can be updated uh, with uh, um, support, let's say, with uh, uh, can be updated later once the development is over uh, and have this capability as well, without having the need of re-registering the sidechain from scratch. Um we have uh, uh, another update coming uh, from the DAB testing that we are doing in our private testnet. Um, uh, we recently highlighted that there were some gaps uh, in our, uh, let's say, EVM implementation. Uh, one was, uh, let's call it a fake news, because... Uh, we were uh, convinced that uh, there was a regression in in, uh, the latest uh, deployment that we've done. Instead, it was just uh, a wrong nonce. So it means that uh, uh, by resetting the account, and it's something that is common also for uh, MetaMask users, um, just by resetting the account, so by restarting from zero, uh, the nonce uh, for your transaction activity uh, solves the issue. So the issue was not really there. And uh, the deployment of the contract that was previously giving the uh, the error went smoothly. After that, uh, we have successfully tested that now we support uh, batch requests that was missing from our previous implementation of JSON RPC 2.0, and um, it's not yet testable even for our internal developers, but it will be uh, by next week. Um, we have uh, also. Uh, increase the number of, uh, uh, let's say, the coverage of the overall uh, methods available for Ethereum. Some are not really relevant for our implementation, given that, uh, for example, for uh, the uncle management, that is a concept that uh, is applicable for Ethereum, not for us, we decided not to um, provide support, given that uh, there is no uh, possibility of having uncles also on our sidechain. And um, last but not least, uh, uh, we um, have a a good update around uh, 060 that is going, uh, uh, let's say, with just a bit of delay, and uh, is the release of the SDK that will bring uh, support for uh, key rotation feature, that is the ability to change the um, certifiers for a given sidechain, the non seizable uh sidechain support that is the ability for uh, sidechain uh, not to be seized not to uh, be declared as that from uh, the main chain perspective and uh, with the secure enclave that is the uh, key management the new uh, the novel key management that we wanted to introduce uh, for our uh, increased security for dvm and that's for that's all from me and back to you Erica.
0: Thank you. And Erika, I still haven't seen a speaker spot request from you yet, um, so I'll go ahead and move on to Roberto. If you're able to request that speaking spot, that would be fantastic. Thank you. Welcome, Roberto.
2: Hello. Thank you, Erika. And hi, everybody. Oh, as start, okay, start with Zendo, And... Again, the main update for this week is the audit process. Okay, the audit is ongoing. Our partner is auditing the code changes needed to support key rotation, and they are also deep diving into the interaction with the non-certificate chains. Uh, this activity is in progress. Uh, we have received few comments from the our partner, and now we are addressing all uh, these comments. Uh, as part of this process, we have uh, we are implemented tests that reproduce the scenario identified during the audit to have a better understanding of all the implications on the code mm-hmm. um, For then, though, we have also worked on code announcement so we have introduced a serialization support for polymorphic types then for what we got bla- blaze uh, most of these uh, have been anticipated by victor of course and we are working on the merge on the key rotation and non season sidechain. Okay, that will be merged into the 060 release candidate release. Okay. And the design of the sidechain to side-chain protocol is being finalized uh, again. Okay, Victor provided all the details regarding this. And um, sparse improvement is still work in progress, and the uh, team is focusing on the release candidate 10 uh, contents. Then, for what regards EVM, the analysis changes uh, of changes needed to adapt key rotation feature from UTXO into an account model is in progress. We are also preparing content for EVM Milestone 2.3 release and we we'll introduced the JSON-LPC call match request. And uh, about the total review, about the SDK account and EVM mod- code modification, the team called it mega review okay A full review of all the code base uh, more than half of the improvements have been already addressed and so we are planning to introduce the other so the next half less than half in the next development iteration and then proving system progressive. Uh, Key okay, we pr- provided the final circuit. Okay, code was completed. We, we were working on some really corner case, and now they've all been addressed. Test has been completed, and uh, uh, we're waiting for the test to be completed on the SDK VM side to okay, create a release. Product activities uh, we've finished the document with the implementation details of endless recursions, and we're working on the code. So. The sign is completed, code is in progress. And uh, other Pronk2 activities, okay, they divide into There are coding activities in progress and research activities. The coding activities, we working on the verification gadget for Pronk2-based proof, and we're implementing a start 256 uh, for Pronk2 that is also in progress. The crypto team is also working on the research activities and the basically focusing on the analysis of all the papers that have been recently published and uh, they are all now in review so uh, this paper basically focuses on optimization and uh, of specific uh, aspects of bronchi 2 uh, look argument uh, and uh, other optimization. And also the team itself is working on that. some optimization that will probably uh, be part of paper to be published in the next future. Um, so that were the main update for this weekly insider. Back to you.
0: Thank you, Roberto. I still haven't seen a request from Yuriko, so we'll go ahead and move on. Uh, We'll be sure to add the product updates from Yuriko to the blog version of the Weekly Insider um, so that you guys don't miss out. And uh, the marketing updates are pretty short this week. We do want to remind everybody that uh, we are celebrating TokenMint NFTs on Mainnet with a competition. Uh, So you would just create your NFT on TokenMint Testnet and then post that into our Discord server and the voting is live now. This competition ends tomorrow, so be sure to create them today and send them in our Discord soon. Uh, So now we're going to go ahead and move on to Rob with the leadership updates and Q&A session. Welcome, Rob.
3: Thank you, Erica. I will do my best to provide some leadership. Um, Okay, so what I wanted to talk about today was this topic or is the topic of FTX and this crypto collapse that's going on in the markets uh, because this seems to be the hot topic, and um, you know any kind of uh, public relations requests we get these days seems to be asking me about FTX and what our opinions are, and what is the industry doing about it? How will companies like ours survive? Uh, how will public blockchain ecosystems survive? And again, what are we doing about it? Um, so, what I will say is just a quick summary, guys, of what happened. I mean, this isn't this is not a news source <laughs> at all but just um, you know, to frame the events for you guys so you understand what I'm talking about if you haven't been tracking closely, FTX, the third largest exchange in our industry that was really just kind of like uh, run by the, the wonder kind, uh, you know, SPF, who just rose in prominence over the last year or two, um, really screwed up. They screwed up badly. And I would say um, what we saw was, and more news is coming out every day, but just a great example of terrible internal controls and this is what I, I think uh, not always, and definitely not trying to be ageist here, but when you have such a large business empire being run by such a handful of people who are in their mid-20s uh, who just lack experience at larger, you know, at least a lot of time at larger institutions where they get experience on just how to be professional and how to do business the right way, uh, they didn't. And unfortunately, these controls did not exist. Um, really the faux pas, like that, uh, third rail of our industry that just seems to keep on popping up is depositor funds. Like when you go and you deposit your money into FTX as, as a a user of their exchange, you were told explicitly that that money was not going to be lent out in any kind of financial engineering or, you know, lending operation at all. That money is yours. That money should be assigned to you, designated to you and never taken, out of an account that is really in your name or it say maybe the aggregate of all the depositors. That wasn't the case. Unfortunately, the leaders of FTX decided to lend depositor funds to a a related hedge fund named Alameda Capital. Alameda Capital was uh, SPF's fund that he founded, launched, and still had 90% ownership of. So huge, huge, huge conflict of interest. And complete lapse of any kind of proper governance for the institution. And we all like to make fun of trad- TradFi or traditional finance or regulators and SEC and things like that in this industry. Well, there, here's an example where something that should not have happened happened. And this is the point of regulation. This is the point of having adults run large amounts of money. Um, so these controls didn't exist, and depositor funds were lent en masse to Alameda Capital. They made a bunch of other risky bets with that money and collateral was denominated an in FTT token. And then SBF decided to go and get into a pissing match with CZ over at Binance who held a ton of FTT token. Uh, and but CZ decided to just dump it. And, you know, I, I believe if you, you uh, listen to the news and the stories, Uh, Alameda made uh, at least a public statement that they would buy FTT token at a fixed price directly from Binance OTC. That didn't happen. They didn't actually follow through on that, probably because they were broke. And uh, Binance decided to just liquidate on the market and this crashed FTT price. So the value of the collateral was denominated in this complex uh, set of interactions between organizations, collapsed and just led to a run on FTX. So classic run had nothing to do with crypto guys. So this is your you know FTX lesson of the day. And again, I repeat, it had nothing to do with crypto. This is not a failure of crypto. This is a failure of actors in our industry to not, you know, just do the right thing. And a- actors in our industry who were extremely irresponsible, maybe immature, didn't know what they're doing, have no idea, or chose to do things that they knew they shouldn't have been doing and ended up really paying the price. Or depositors and then depositors paying the price, and then everyone else in this industry is having to suffer this nonsense over and over is paying the price watching the market collapse. Now, I keep getting asked, how does this impact the industry? How does this impact us at Horizon or Horizon Labs? And I will say that it's for sure a loss of confidence in the entire industry, and that sucks. I'm tired of it. Like it's really annoying that we have bad actors constantly doing the wrong things and giving this entire industry a bad reputation. Um, So anyway, besides me complaining about it, what it's going to mean is probably some time where we will have to rebuild our reputation as an industry before other people who just read the headlines or maybe who got burned on one DeFi deal gone bad or another NFT project with a rug pull or maybe now losing all of their deposits at FTX. Maybe these people are going to take some time if they ever do come back into our industry. Now, again, I'm super bullish on what we're doing long term. I keep saying this every chance I get. Web3 is here to stay, this is a thing, it's a phenomenon, it's a generational shift that's happening and I don't see that changing. Um, but you know, some of the different elements that go into what we were considering Web3 a year ago, like uh, the you know, wild west of DeFi, like these very important PFP, NFT projects that were commanding massive premiums, these things are probably gonna change it's gonna take some time for users to come back in and to actually have confidence in what we're doing here. Uh, okay, but some important things. Uh, this does represent a massive opportunity for projects that survive the, the liquidations that are happening. And Horizon will survive, that much I can guarantee you. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. That's a bad thing to say, actually, when I'm talking about uh, institutional controls and things like that. But what I can say is we we are prepared for massive drawdowns. We've experienced a massive drawdown already as an ecosystem. And we have financially well-off or solvent participants in our ecosystem are committed to continuing to participate like horizon labs as an example Um, that's not going to change and uh, i i see a lot of opportunity here for trying to be the adults in the room and creating or crafting or steering our direction our strategy to providing you know a secure on-ramp into web three you know products and i keep getting this on our discord channels products like zk audit just make even more sense today. And I wish that we really push that thing to completion because that's just a great example of providing extra you know, integrity or assurance for people in this industry that the institution that you're trusting actually does have custody of the funds that they claim they do and they haven't lent them out. Anyway, so all this to say is you know, from my perspective, Uh, We, as an industry, have to just suffer what we must suffer, and what we must suffer are potentially more liquidations in the market and potentially more negative price action going down. That said, I will not pretend that I know the future here, and I will not pretend that I know what direction market prices are going to go. None of us do. Uh, What I can say is I'm bullish on Web3 long term. I'm really bullish on what we're doing in terms of building important technology that's going to make this industry prosper. Uh, I have no idea which direction markets are going to go. I clearly have no idea which direction, you know, the price of Zen is going to go. And frankly, in the short term, nor I, I don't really care that much. And that sounds a little callous, but what I really care about is what we're building here, building community, and building technology to actually proliferate this Web3 thing that I believe is really a generational shift. It's going to happen. Um, so anyway, all that said, uh, it, it's going to be a painful time. We're all here with each other. And my recommendation is... Uh, to the extent that we can and not to be callous but we need to circle our wagons as that old saying goes and take care of each other and make sure that we just put our heads down focus on what we can control and keep on building um so that's my message for everyone who's really worried about the financial conditions ongoing right now I can't say that I'm not worried I mean the market is what the market is and I can't change that but we can definitely change at least what we can control and that's you know focusing on building out the evm product that we're going to deliver focusing on building out the horizon ecosystem focus on building out the important technologies that we know are going to ultimately get this industry to scale productively so on that note and to close out i spent a fantastic week last week here in puerto rico with uh you know a chunk of our leadership team talking about a variety of different things like our roadmap for 2023 how we're doing and what we're doing Crafting OKRs for Horizon Labs, as an example, and I can tell you one of the top OKRs, one of the top goals for Horizon Labs, is linked exactly to making Horizon successful. We have some really cool plans in the works right now. I'm not going to spill those beans, guys. Sorry on what we're thinking for you know the next generation of technology that we deliver into this ecosystem. But like I can say we've never had more resources in terms of talent uh, and the ability to deliver things that, that we do right than we do right now. And we're going to take maximum advantage of that. So anyway, good things to come. Uh, These are scary times, but we're definitely here for you guys. And we're here for each other. So let's do what we can to take care of each other and get through this. I'll stop there, guys. Motivation's over. We have five extra minutes for Q&A. And um, what do you got, Erica?
0: Hilariously enough, you actually answered the top two questions already. Um, So... Good there. Uh, So the third top question is, what are your plans for on-chain privacy? Where does privacy-focused sidechain development currently land? Uh, It seems like there's some FUD from Europe regulators about privacy coins.
3: Oh, Chorlolino, is this you asking that question? I know we're chatting over the weekend on uh, Discord about it. Um, Okay, I, I... I have an opinion, but really what is most important uh, is the community's opinion. And yes, I'm a community member um, and my life is devoted to Horizon. So my opinion should matter for something. But more, I think what we need to do is we need to focus on process here because any macro changes on our ecosystem really need to be cleared by the community. So I'll I'll go a step further and say I'm a huge proponent of a DAO. You guys know that. And this is something that we've been talking about from day one on Horizon I think the tech is finally there. I mean, not not to say that uh, we have our EVM launched and DAO tools available for our community yet. I think yet on that one. Though we do have tools like maybe, I don't know, uh, Snapshot and other ways to be be able to tally votes, um, denominated in Zen or however we want to go forward with something. I just think in general, we need to really focus on our governance. I want to see a DAO ASAP. And I want decisions like this to go to the doubt. Not to punt it, because I do have opinions. And the opinion that I, I typed on Discord is that like, this team is not a group of martyrs in the sense that we're going to go and um, you know, defy orders that we might get as U.S. citizens and a U.S. company like Horizon Labs and deliver things that are illegal. Not, that's not going to happen. right? So anyone that thinks that Horizon Labs is going to deliver illegal technology because we support uh, privacy, not going to happen. That said, there's a wide open space for delivering a whole bunch of privacy-related tools that I think are really important to proliferating this industry. And those are the things that Horizon Labs, a company, will focus on. Horizon, the community, really needs to get its act together on the government side. We need to get a down place and get a voting system so that we can have this conversation. Not just a conversation on people that happen to be vocal on Discord, which, you know, I love that. <laughs> we need more people vocal on Discord We love you. We love the comments and everything. But we have to make sure there's not just a handful of people driving all decisions in this community. And the decision to, you know, go all in on privacy or to maybe, you know, punch privacy to a sidechain. That's a big decision. And that's something that I think we need to have a credible mechanism in place to be able to tally, you know, the breadth of community sentiment. So hopefully that's a really good way of uh, answering the question without answering the question and uh, doing what politicians do, but um, that's what I got for now.
0: You did an incredible job of not answering the question with an answer.
3: Yes, uh, you. <laughs> I talked a lot, too. There were a lot of words, and I was emphatic about them.
0: We're all very proud of you, Rob. Um, so we do have just a couple more minutes, and I wanted to ask you a question that's not technically on here since you kind of brought it up. And I know the community is going to want to know, um, do you know when we'll see the 2023 roadmap?
3: Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> so, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know, but we're we're working on it right now. And, and there's a strategy document with the roadmap already started. Uh, I don't want to get ahead of it and promise a date and all of a sudden the team gets pissed at me for it, but... Uh, we are working on it actively and we'll get that out to you guys. I would like to get that out before end of year or, I mean, so it, basically we have two targets. One is end of year or we have, uh, you know, first thing next year, and kick off the new year with uh, a new roadmap. But uh, I, I will say it, it's more than just what you guys know right now. Just get a little FOMO going. It's more than just delivering that UVM and the big ecosystem push around it that we're planning and doing a ton of work for. We're actually reimagining a lot of different things and nothing is sacrosanct in our ecosystem. Like everything is up for discussion, debate, and figuring out if we can do things better. And I'll just leave this on a note of the last five years since Horizon launched using the Bitcoin code base, a lot of things have changed. Um, so we have the benefit of hindsight and a ton of resources right now to really reimagine everything and take a snapshot of where the industry is. And overlay that with our now new insights into where we think the industry is going um, and put together something really cool. So that's what we're doing right now. And this roadmap that you're going to see is not just an extension of things that you're already aware of. It's actually going to be probably reimagining a lot of different things and thinking about first principles on how to make Horizon a really cool ecosystem.
0: Fantastic answer again, Rob. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us for today's Weekly Insider. We will go ahead and share all these updates again on our blog, as well as YouTube and our podcast. So thank you all for joining us, and I hope you all have a great week.